Hi there. Welcome to Bible Slash Chat. Um, Jason, hi. Hi. What are we doing here? Chatting about the Bible. There we go. This is take two, the first time Jason messed that up. I Shockingly didn't, enough, I, I didn't after 150 <laughs> episodes, what are we doing here? The podcast is called Bible Slash Chat. Can we call it something else? What do you want to call it? It's know. done now. We're done. It's over. We're 150 episodes into this deal. There's no changing Bible Slash Are we chat. getting a deal with anyone, a sponsorship? Nothing. <laughs> Could Crossway reach out to no, us? They're asking us to not mention them. <laughs> Like, who are these guys? I know. Hopefully they don't say anything like, about our stuff. <laughs> yeah. That's it. I know. A non-sponsorship. It's okay. Too conservative. No, um, so, so we're talking about uh, one-offs. Yes. Uh, last time we talked about personality tests. Yes. Helpful. Same friend asked yeah. us another question. Yeah. So this is a really good one. And uh, it might be a little bit of a head-turner, scr- head-scratcher. Head-scratcher, so yeah. Be just, um, you know, bear with us a little bit. But the issue is, okay, um, what about using... Um, extra biblical um, in, uh, methodologies for interpreting mm. the Bible. Yeah. Now I've got to explain that obviously, yeah, so yeah. Well, I'll let you do that for in a moment, but how do we view that? Like like the literal, grammatical, we, we would subscribe to that. The literal, we take the words literally, if, yeah. if it's figurative language, we take it as figurative language. Right. Okay. Mm. Grammatical, which is the grammar, yeah. historical, and it's historical context. Yeah, yeah. So we want to get at the author's intent. Right. Okay. Yeah. So the question is like, isn't even that external to the Bible or like from outside sources so how do you think about those things Mm -hmm. yeah that's a hard question this is going to have to be an interaction between the the two of us I think we both have to comment okay so okay the way that I would start with that is I would start by saying so when we talk about external philosophies in order to understand the Bible you want to be very careful about what sort of parsing that yeah 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 yeah. so there there can be all sorts of external philosophies right you can have things like form criticism and things like that where we come to a text and we want to deconstruct the original meaning of the text or the original text itself right so you have you have a intention of deconstruction when you come to the text itself mm-hmm. so we want to take all of those and push them aside and say those okay. are done by unbelievers because okay. that's an external philosophy that's rooted in atheism right yes they're saying there's nothing there's nothing historically accurate that we can know for certain there's nothing yeah. that's supernatural right we, we eliminate all those things and right. therefore then we come to the text and want to deconstruct it. right totally unhelpful we because we do that yeah because it's coming from a place of unbelief as a believer, we can come to the text itself, and there are some external philosophies that we, we are going to bring to the text. Mm-hmm. The one that you mentioned, I think, is the only valid one <laughs> that you can bring to the text. Now, there are other ones, and we'll come to the back to that okay. in just a second. Yeah. But there are other things that we could say. We could say, well, there's, you know, I mean, a hundred different possible ways of yeah. reading, different yeah. hermeneutical principles, all sorts of things. Where yeah. we come to the text and we say, well, I think this is the way to understand the text itself. Right. As a believer. Right. The problem is when you come to a text and try to try to apply a philosophy to the text mm-hmm. that that is anything besides a desire to understand the authorial intent, you're going to go astray. Right. And the reason for that is because the Bible is written to people in a historical time using literal language <laughs> with grammar mm-hmm. to communicate thoughts. Right. And those thoughts are the thoughts of God. Yeah. So we we presuppose all of that. Once we presuppose Isn't that all interesting. that, yeah. yeah, we have a we have then at that point there's nothing else that we should ever apply to it that does not either reveal or amplify that authorial intent for the for the reader's mind. Helpful. Okay. So Good. all these philosophies where we come to and we're like, well, we can sort of deconstruct it or break it down. Yeah. Those are actually borrowing from those faithless things yeah. and trying to apply them to something that actually yeah. ought to be rooted in faith. Got it. That's which, important. Which we ought not to do. So yeah. we want to build a strong wall there and say, no. Right. Our goal is to understand authorial intent. We want to know what Paul meant. Yep. What did Moses mean yep. when he said this? Yep. So how do we get at what he meant? Because we believe that that's the word of God. Mm-hmm. And the Bible itself actually tells us how to do that. In, in yeah. 1 Corinthians 14, 37, Paul says this. He says, 
If anyone thinks he is a prophet or spiritual, let him recognize that the things which I write to you are the Lord's commandment. But if anyone does not recognize this, he is not recognized. Yes, yes. So Paul yes. says, look, you want to understand, you, want to, you, you think you're spiritual, yeah. you want to understand what's being written. You don't need to come with your philosophies. You need to recognize that what I am writing to you is actually the word of God. Which is an amazing statement to make. Right. I mean, if anyone else, I mean, if you got up one Sunday yeah. and you were like, hey, this week for preaching, instead of opening your Bibles, I'm just going to give you the Word of God. <laughs> Why you got to pick up me? I would, no, I'm because, I mean, yeah. if anyone was going to do it, I, you, know, you yeah. would be tackled immediately. Oh, no, right? it would be, yeah, heresy. We'd, we'd cut the mic and we'd, yeah. and we'd, we'd tackle you. Yeah. So, but Paul actually says that. Right. Why does Paul say that? Because what he's telling us there in that text is, oh, I thought it froze. No. <laughs> what he's telling us there in that text is, I'm speaking the words of God. Right. Your responsibility now is to understand what I am saying. Right. right. You need to listen to what I'm saying. Right. So when we come to the text, that is our purpose. And the only way for us to understand what he's saying is to understand him mm-hmm. and his historical context. Mm-hmm. He's writing to the Corinthian church in yep. that case. Yep. To understand the words that he's using. Yep. So we have lexicography yeah. and all those things. Yeah, and yeah. to understand the grammar that he's putting it together with. So of we course. put literal, historical, grammatical and we come to the text and say, using these principles, now we're going to build out Paul's authorial intent so that yeah. we can understand exactly what he's saying. Exactly. So the Bible tells us how to come at the Bible and which philosophy to use. Right. And so in that sense, I would say that the literal grammatical historical philosophy it's of hermeneutics is not actually an external mm-hmm. philosophy being imported into the text, mm-hmm. but it's what the text commands us to do with it. Right. And as long as we're coming with in, in faith to the text of Scripture, yeah. that is what we ought to do. Right. Which does eliminate a whole other host of hermeneutical principles. Absolutely, in my thinking. Yeah. Like if you take if you take an allegorical hermeneutic and you're like, well, yeah. that's not what the author says, but this is what he means. Right. I'm actually violating the very thing that Paul calls me to do in that yeah. in that text. Yeah. And what what really what all of the biblical authors call us to do. Right? Exactly. Thus says the Lord. Yeah. And this is exactly but what he's saying. Actually, yeah. what he's saying is this other right. thing. Hidden well, meanings. Yeah. Well, any mm-hmm. any of those allegorical interpretations, any other any other interpretation that doesn't take the immediate clear communication of the text, driven by the 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 grammar and the lexicography of the text itself, yeah, is importing a philosophy into it that we ought not to do. Yeah. And hence dangerous. Yeah, super dangerous. Yeah, because we want the word of God to speak for itself. Totally. Because it's God's word. And that's, like you said, it's a presupposition, meaning mm-hmm. we come to the text with faith yeah, as a exactly. believer. Or there's only two options, believer or unbeliever. Yeah. <laughs> An unbeliever yeah. has their own presupposition. Yeah, this exactly. is not God's word. Yeah. And we say, no, this is God's word. Why? Well, I've been born again and I know Christ. <laughs> yeah. And I take his word at face value. And, and, and you know, like... The way language works, like where I'm reading, you're reading 1 Corinthians 14, 37 to 38, and both of us are like, yeah, I get what that's saying. And I get what you're saying in terms of its interpretation and meaning and its significance for how to interpret and like all that makes sense. And you realize, well, that's not like by accident. God built that into us and made us in the image of God. He's a communicative being. Mm. He's logical and rational. Yeah, totally. He is logic, actually. And so that's why we can understand math, yeah. language, speak, totally. read Paul and be like, oh, I get it. Even on the surface, just purely on the surface, yeah. I get what he's saying. Just a simple reading and yeah. you get that. And we can get it, of course, now spiritually because we're made in the image of Remade. Remade in the image of God. And what's so interesting yeah. there is how are we born again? By the word itself. Through the word, yeah. Right? yeah. So God takes the word and the logical conclusions from the word, yeah. the very simple gospel, which is yeah. a literal, historical, grammatical 
that data point. Right. And through that, he effects, he effectually calls us into new life. Right. We're born again. We're born again into an understanding of the word right. that is built on what the authors are saying. That's very good. So trying to unwind that at all is just going to leave you with effectively no gospel. Yeah. You start yeah. to do that, and pretty soon you can say, well, maybe the gospel is just allegorical. It's yeah. Not real. You know? And this is not to undermine, like, current developments and hermeneutics. We're not saying all of it's bad. No, no, or, no. Like, just yeah, throw yeah. everything out. No, we're not trying to, just, just to yeah, be yeah. safe here. We're yeah, not trying to say for that. Sure. And we can have debates about different things like yeah, that. What like, level we do with those mm-hmm. things and all sorts of things. Yeah, but know. just on a pure, like, this is hermeneutics 101, actually, right? right when you exactly. go to, we, we go to seminary, that's what they teach us. Yeah, So exactly. Yeah, so that is, I, I, I would say mm-hmm. that that then, the word itself provides us with the means by which we understand it. Yeah. And as long as we stay within the confines of that, yeah. even like current developments, biblical, theological yeah. stuff, all those things. If they long, stay within. As long as we stay within the confines yeah. of authorial intent, yeah. we're safe. Yeah. We'll be okay. Yeah. And, but, and that'll get us out. Isn't that funny? But that's how you actually read other things. Yeah, absolutely. And, and not, of course, God's word is on a special level. No, of course, yeah. But it still operates using the normal means of communication absolutely. and expectation of how language works yeah right so. yeah and that's and it's fascinating too because that all language functions like that yeah. right like you and I talking right now we're having <clears> a conversation <throat> we're communicating in, in literal historical grammatical we are systems, right and we communicate with each other right. for me to say well Jason said this but what he actually meant was mm-hmm. it would be a violation of who you are and what you've said yeah. I, I, it's presuming on you which yeah. is actually wrong yeah so what we would never do to each other, we ought not to do to the Word of God. Yeah, obviously, in its perfections. Amen. So, Thank you. Yeah. Anyway, Very that's helpful. what we would think about the other, that like outside philosophy mm-hmm. is coming into the text. Mm-hmm. Very good. Hope that's helpful for you. I know it's a little heady and crazy, but hopefully that's a helpful one, <laughs> and uh, we'll we'll do some more later. Thanks so much. <laughs>